What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 14 of the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast. And today we are talking Spider-Man 2, Skull Island, Madden 24, Expendables 4, and Sandland. Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart. Got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, I did it again. So it's Britney, so, bitch. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Britney Spears. Look at that. Let's go. You got wow, one. Wow. Look one. at that. That, a, was a t- I, that was a huge bone. Uh, I know. I threw you a bone today, and I had to do I it. it. Um, I had to do it because, obviously, Britney is back with uh, Will I Am. Um, the song is trash, but A plus for after, <laughs> a plus for after Britney. <laughs> uh, speaking of Will I Am, I love Will I Am. I don't know if you do. I don't like a singing. Po- okay. I know X-Men Origins wasn't very good with, but for some reason, I liked him in the movie. I liked him in the movie, too. Like, he yeah. seems like a, like, I think he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um. So I, I think he's got that going for him. I'm just, I yeah. was never like a, a Black Eyed Peas fan. You know what I mean? Uh, eh, the music, whatever. <laughs> Anything off the radio is <laughs> straight garbage. Like, but whatever. He's, for sure. He's got more hit singles than I do. So, do, yeah, right? you know, yeah. game, game, respect, game. Yep, exactly. Um, but dude, but how you doing? How you doing? doing? What's been going on with you? Doing good, doing good. I want to take a real quick opportunity here. Um, Adam has kindly given me some feedback about how I speak on the podcast, and I just number one would like to apologize <laughs> to everybody um, for grabbing the mic constantly and speaking into it as if I were in a tunnel. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to listen to that. Adam, I'm sorry that you had to listen to that. Um, so yeah, I, I super appreciate you guys sticking by me. Um, even though sometimes I grab the microphone and speak into it um like a child. So I did just want to take a real quick opportunity to let everybody know, and I think this is kind of a good positive message that we could put out there for people. Um, that the reason why I do that is because I have like a um, a little bit of an issue with anxiety and I, um, get kind of nervous sometimes. And when I get nervous, I need to do something with my hands and like, it's kind of like a nervous twitch. Um, so I've been holding on to this coin. My goal for today is when I get nervousy, kind of twitchy that I'm just going <laughs> to spin this coin around instead of grab the microphone. So the goal for today is not to grab the microphone. Um, but I do think that it's a positive message because I've, dealt with some anxiety for my whole life um it's been kind of hard uh it's been interesting in certain situations there's parts uh places that i have problems going to like movie theaters and restaurants and stuff because there's just like like, a lot of commotion and a lot of people um but getting in front of the camera and like doing stuff like this and creative projects has uh really helped help me out with that so uh if you're out there and you are having some issues with anxiety and you always thought about maybe trying to get in front of the camera and do your thing um give it a shot because you can definitely do it and it definitely helps me out and i promise i will not touch the microphone i will only flip this coin <laughs> we will count today which is gonna be zero dave's gonna do zero but i honestly i am the same way but i i, I find stuff that's on my desk so playing with our 
Let's Talk Nerdy stickers that Which I just bought for myself. I'm super jealous of. I will be ordering yeah, you those stickers. Get some, but, yeah, I'm going to be ordering um, some. Yeah, I have, I have things on my desk that I play with, too, because I'm kind of in the same boat, man, where, like, talking in front of the camera, it took a while, and here I am touching the mic right now. So, um, but yeah, I've other than that. transferred my bad habit over to you. <laughs> you did, but it's all good because yeah, we do it for fun, so. Yeah, we do it for fun. Just throw it out there. If you guys are, if anybody's out there with anxiety, um, totally normal. I've had it my whole life. Um, and yeah, just get out there, try some new stuff. You'd be surprised what you could do um, when you kind of just, just give it a shot. How mm -hmm. is your new hobby? Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that new hobby, a mountain biking. Okay, so yes. I've been doing it for a few weeks now, and I thought I had the experience to go downhill mountain biking right and honestly i did very well with what kind of bike i had um i met a few guys there they're like oh you're pretty brave for going out there with the bike you have and it's like oh yeah like i'll be fine like no big deal well i was fine <laughs> except for one downhill trip I did fall and for everybody's treats i'm going to pull up this said fall on today's podcast you recorded so, the fall yeah it's okay oh, i will say no. the, the position is position it is lame because like the gopro fell from my chest and looking straight down <laughs> but it's kind of funny and i think you guys will enjoy it um there is some sound to it but i don't think you yeah so it just you're gonna enjoy so let me pull that up really quick um let me pause it, it because is it okay? I, I is it okay if I laugh? I'm, I'm no, no. I'm gonna laugh. My okay. wife and I, we were cracking up. Especially, okay. I, you won't be able to hear the the sound of it, Dave. But when we put it on the episode, you'll definitely be able, like on the final video, you'll be able to hear it. It is hilarious. So let me get and get that pulled up. Gonna um, play it over and over, guys. Let's just put it on a loop. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here it is. Like I said, it's pointing down towards the ground. Um. And if you guys are watching on the Spotify, <laughs> hop on over to YouTube and check it out because it is funny. Um, the things I say in it are pretty great. Um, so let's go ahead and let it run. Um, I can this is like my third run. Already um, looks treacherous. I would already <laughs> not be in this situation. Well, so th this is my first blue. So it's kind of set up like snowboarding where there's blue, there's green, all that. So this is my first blue run. And so let me hit play here. That was a jump. I'm Went down pretty good. And, and then go down this little already? jump. Oh! <laughs> just wait. Just wait. The funniest part right here. It's coming up. Oh, no. <laughs> My shield <laughs> fell off. <laughs> I mean, that looks like a nice bike, though. That's not a good enough bike. Not enough for this. Um, so this is a hardtail. They told me I need a full suspension. So the front suspension, it was bad anyways because it's a Dick Sporting Goods bike. And then I just take off. But I just oh, want to put yeah. it out there. How? Look how quick I got up. I wasted no time getting up. And you know what? The thing I said, you didn't get to hear it, Dave. But what I said is like, as soon as I started pedaling, it's like, we're good. And then I just kept going. <laughs> I got up so fast because like one of the rules is like, don't hold up the trail. And so I just want to get up out of the way. And so that's what I did. Um, um, I just want to point out how dirty your knee was after that fall. That was incredible. I don't know if anybody yeah. saw that. If you guys didn't say go rewind it a little bit and check out the, the dirt knee right there. That was, that was pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's right there. <laughs> It's funny, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Your knee took the brunt of it. Look at that. And my watch took the brunt of it, but look at No cracks. Yeah, the watch is crispy. 
Isn't that crazy? I cracked, See, like I smacked it on a rock, and not even a single scratch. So this is this is why I just play golf. This is I, this is why I, you know, I get out of the cart, I swing nice and easy, I make sure nothing's around me, get back in the cart. Uh, so kind of to the point of golf, I um, uh, I'm selling my golf clubs to get a new bike. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> yes, I am. You're quitting golf. Yeah, because I want to focus on this. This is because like, I can see myself getting better at mountain biking. I can't see myself getting any better at golf. Guys, I'm just hearing this for the first time. I'm gonna need a minute. Oh, well, I mean, I haven't decided 100, percent but that's the plan. I don't love this plan. <laughs> we'll talk about it more, guys. But- we're gonna set up a GoFundMe um, down below <laughs> for Adam's new bike so that he doesn't sell his golf clubs. If you could click that link and donate <laughs> anything, uh, that would be ideal. Oh man, I don't know about all that, but we'll see. I love golfing, but like, like I said, I was starting to do the jumps, like my fourth run down, and I was excited about it. With golf, I can't hit the ball straight ever after who kn- two years of playing. You're not supposed to hit the ball straight. You're just supposed to hit it. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's the all beauty right, of golf. You just hit to... the ball and just let the wind take it where it may. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on we're, we're done talking about golf but okay. um let's move to our segment we haven't done let's this in a while do we have any comments do you have uh, any? we've actually uh, we, we haven't done this segment in a while <laughs> just because i want to say honestly you guys have been amazing with the comments like no we haven't really gotten any like you know humdingers really bashing on us too bad lately there was a couple uh, there's a couple we got called clowns in a couple um we got called soy boys which really i don't know what that means but. i had to look that up too yeah. yeah i had to look it up i didn't understand that one yeah. but that's whatever that's, yeah that's okay that's all right but actually yeah. we got we got a good comment that we're responding to adam what is the comment yeah, this is, comes from Bruh Booster uh, off of Instagram. He commented on one of our blind ranking drafts. I believe it was our video games, the superhero video games. Um, and he says, we need an intro of your favorite consoles and video games ever. Well, Bruh Buster, we're going to start it off by doing a blind ranking of some video game consoles. And then we're going to talk about our favorites. So I'm excited for this, except it's yeah. going to show my age for sure. <laughs> All right, let's flip a coin. All right, we'll flip the coin. Um, since I'm holding it in my hand, I will always be ready for these flips, which is great. There you I've go. dropped it. I've dropped it twice, by the way. I don't know if y'all saw that. Right. Ooh, that was nice. That Ooh, was that a was good double one. Double nice. Two face. Oh, not two face. Look at that. See? All right, would you okay, like that's... to be? That's the deal. I got to hold it in my hand and yeah, heat it warm up, it up. And then, yeah, then the exactly. waiting the, then the waiting system doesn't work yeah. anymore. Um, okay. I would like to quiz you first, I think. Okay. Make me uh, blind rank them first. Ranking them first. All right. Blind ranking of video game consoles. Here we go. This is exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam's first console for ranking, the Nintendo GameCube. The GameCube. This oh, is a- I love it so much. But there's so many more I love more. I have to play it safe. That's kind of my thing. I'm gonna play it safe and put it at three. It's such a good it console. So and honestly, all my memories came from it in high school. Like I never played it until high school. So I think by this point the Xbox 360 was out, a bunch of other stuff was out. Mm-hmm. But my friend, he had it, had every game. We went out to uh, GameStop, and we bought, like, stacks of games because we're like, we got to get back into this. And so yeah. that, I, I'll put it at three. It deserves probably to be higher, but I got to play it safe here. 
I like the three. Um, I love the GameCube thing. I don't love, and I I understand that um, this is this is blasphemy in a certain community. Don't love the controller. Controller's weird. I think the way so you and I grew up probably playing a lot of PlayStation, a lot of Xbox, and so I think just trying to go from that to a GameCube. That's probably why. Because yeah. it is a cool. It's a cool controller, but I can see that too. But yeah. Yeah, you might make was, some people mad with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going all, all the Smash yeah. players everywhere. I like burn them at the stake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, number two. Ne- next console, uh, the Sega Genesis. Ah, <gasps> oh, again, I love these. I love them. I actually had this in college. I got see. I the way I played games is I went backwards in time. <laughs> but Sega Genesis, I wasn't very good at it. I'm gonna put it at a four. Putting it I'd at a four. I'd love to put it higher only, but. I'm hoping you give me something that I really love. So Sega see. Genesis was another one with the controller was wonky. The three the yep. three button was near impossible to work with. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I still have some fond memories. Yeah. All right, uh, next the original PS One. Uh putting it at a two. Putting it at a two. Uh that's so. Aside from the Xbox, that's the, the original PlayStation's like started it all for me. That's like my yeah. first console, um, and you could like burn games off of like the internet so you can get those little dvd roms and you can play any game you want for free and so that's what I, my dad did all the time and and my dad was so into it like he'd burn the actual uh <laughs> cover onto it so it's like yeah. it never looked like it was a fake game because my dad did all that except for when it started to get faded but that's yeah. so funny. i love that game or love that console no it's a sick console i yeah. absolutely love the ps1 okay well then i know where i kind of know how the rest of your lit three times i kind of know how the rest <laughs> of your list is going to shake out then um xbox 360 i'll put that at one you got to i feel I like you got to yeah, i was I a big like xbox 360 guy that's where like i know i say like i played when i was younger but when i really got into like call of duty all the gaming madden's like all that back in the day xbox 360 the xbox land parties with the my friends till three in the morning like that is that's that's my schooling time that's high school like that's, the whole four years so yeah that, that was your your peak gaming period yes yep, yeah yep. okay number one well uh then your number five might actually be your number five but i think some fans are going to be upset that it's that it's going right here uh your number five is the original nintendo Ooh, see i would have put if uh, i would have put probably the sega genesis at a five and move Under, the Nintendo up. Yeah, move the Nintendo yeah. up. I, I don't think it's above the PlayStation or the GameCube for me, but I'll put it at a four. Like, if I could, it'd be a four, but I'm okay with that list. That's a good list. It's a good list. It's a good yeah. list. I probably would have had the exact same list as you. No, actually, I would have had a totally different list. I would have had a, to- a to- <laughs> completely okay. different list, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Dave. We're going to start this off with, I don't know how many consoles you've had or handheld consoles you have, but let's start it off with the PSP. PSP. Oh. That's a five. Oh, okay. That's a that's a five. I, I don't know what it is, but like something about handhelds, it's got to be Nintendo. Okay, okay. I feel like Nintendo just corners the market on handhelds for me. So yeah, I, I'm old though. Like I had a Game Boy. I had the original Game Boy that came with Tetris. So like I would, I've been programmed my whole life that handheld is Nintendo. I'm gonna put it. At okay, five. well then I think you're gonna like your number two then, Game Boy Color. Ooh. Now the question is, 
are, are there any more handhelds on this list? Game Boy Color, I'm going to go with a three because I'm assuming that there's going to be better consoles on the list. But I do okay. love me some Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color was like when I was a kid, Game Boy Color was the one that I had when we went on like road trips and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And that with the had, light shining with the on light, it. Yep. Yeah, with the light. <laughs> and like that yeah. was the first one that I could play in the car. So I have fond memories of the Game Boy Color. Okay. All right. Well, then I think you're going to like this one, maybe. Actually, I don't know. Um, the Nintendo DS. I, I don't know if you Nintendo can see where I'm going DS. with Yeah, I don't. You can see where I'm going with all these uh, drafts. Do, 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 we all, do we go all handhelds? Are these all handhelds? I don't know. Are they? I don't know if they're all handhelds. We're in trouble. Um, Nintendo DS. I got to put it at a four because like, okay. all right, so the, I like the Game Boy Color is at a three. But by the time the Nintendo DS came out, I was like a little out of the handheld. Game Boy Color was like right in that yeah. realm of I when gotcha. I was a big handheld guy. And then once the DS came along, I was more like full TV consoles. So okay. I'm going to put it at a four. All right. We need right. bangers. We need bangers. We got one and two left. We need bangers. Original Xbox is your next choice. The original Xbox. Oh, man. Um, oh, dude, I got to hope that you give me a better console, but I'm going to put it at two. I do love the original Xbox. Fun fact about the original. Your face says that my next console is going to suck. No, no, no. No, okay. The original no. Xbox, the I don't know if you guys remember the original Xbox. It's the first console that you could like download, you could like rip your CDs into it and play your own music during the games. So like yep. such fun memories of that, yeah, dude. I that just remember loading up like Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name <laughs> of and like playing Tiger Woods to that. And yeah, I'm just like yeah. this is the greatest thing ever. That's yeah, I'm going to awesome. put it in too. Okay. Right. Well, then your, your number one choice, you're going to be very happy with your number one choice, and that is the PlayStation 3. Let's go. Let's go. You didn't do the right stuff. You didn't do me dirty. The PlayStation yeah. 3 has probably sucked more hours out of my <laughs> life than any other uh, console ever. I actually, so funny story about the PlayStation 3. Um, I don't know if you guys remember when they first came out, you were it was like impossible to get a hold of. And I can say this now because they don't work there anymore. But at the time, I kept asking my mom for PlayStation 3, right? I'm like, I want a PS3. I want a PS3 for Christmas. I want a PS3 for Christmas. And like, I offered to pay for the thing. Like, I, I just wanted it so bad. Um, and she being the absolute sweetheart that she was got it for me and she kept lying to me because she didn't want to ruin the surprise and just kept saying like we'll see we'll see if you can get it but i was just non-stop badgering um and the way that she got it was that um my cousin at the time worked in the stock room of best buy and they they got a shipment in and he kind of just kicked one over a little bit and then called my mom and was like yo if you come in yeah like if you come in now they're not on the floor but if you come in now and ask for a ps3 we have them in stock and we have to give you one so that's awesome yeah it was crazy yeah it's crazy stories yeah yeah love love me love me the ps3 um i will say though my favorite console two of my favorite consoles of all time are not on the list oh yeah okay what is your favorite console of all time to answer bro booster's question okay bro booster uh my favorite console of all time and uh, this is gonna show my age is the nintendo 64 okay, why okay, are you here's making... my question here's my question okay 
You just said that you did not like the controller of the GameCube. <laughs> That's worse. I don't think it's worse. Okay, it's not much better by far. I, I like the Z trigger. All right, all right. I but, mean, okay. I, I under okay. I have to touch the mic just because my focus is weird. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, what? Um, <laughs> I do. I understand that the 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 Z trigger shark controller is weird, but I think that I just grew up playing with that system so much. It's my absolute favorite system. It's the first system that like I actually owned. So, um. Like, we, we had a Super Nintendo, and I loved the Super Nintendo, but that was kind of, like, a joint kind of thing that we mm -hmm. shared with, like, my family. And, like, um, the Nintendo 64 was the first console that was my console, and it's the first console that I ever played my favorite game of all time, which is Zelda Ocarina of Time. My first taste of Zelda on that console, that was the first game that, I like, I looked up a strategy guide for. And I don't know if you remember looking up strategy guides back in that day, but I was they're, like, they're dictionaries. Uh, yeah, basically, I basically <laughs> went to the library and I spent like $8 to Xerox off this print. And it ended up being like this. But it was so old school that the paper had the circles on the side oh, that you had that's to rip funny. off. Yeah, um, that's yeah funny. So th that was like my first taste of like getting hardcore into a game where it's like, I want to collect everything. That's like, you know, I got the strategy guide. So yeah, N64, Ocarina of Time, uh, my favorite console and game. Okay, well, to answer the question, my favorite console of all time is the original Xbox. Let's go. And that's, again, to the point where, like, it sucked. And there's one specific game that I remember the most. Actually, two games. Um, but my favorite game of all time, Jet Set Radio, I on the Jet original Set Xbox. Radio. Because Let's it was go. we got the edition where it came with the Xbox. And we didn't know the actual... Like, growing up, I had no idea what the actual title of the game was until probably high school when I played it again and I called it skating like, throughout my whole <laughs> life. I was like, mom, dad, I'm going to play skating. But it's really just the radio. And oh man, just the memories you have of like when you're a kid and like, and you can remember like those specific moments. And like I said, in the previous episode is like the la the final boss in that game, it gets you motion sick. Like, I don't know if you ever oh, played yeah. it. Oh my gosh. The spinning of the room. He's spinning. Like you're skating. Everything's moving. So I put a hoodie on. I was playing like <laughs> this. My sister's cheering me on like, you got it, Adam. You got it. And she's like four or five. I can't remember. But And I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm so good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like this boosted my confidence. But so, yeah, the original Xbox and Jet Set Radio, like that's what started like my true, like I remember everything about that game, everything about that console. Um, another game that we played a ton of, um, it was a Shrek game. Oh, I remember that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, remember it in great detail, but I remember playing it a bunch. And that was one of the only video games my mom actually played. Really? Yep. She That's loved nice. that game. Yeah. The one that game my and, mom. Um, go ahead. The one game my mom used to play was uh, Star Fox. Star oh, Fox sixty four. Awesome. Yeah, she she that's loved awesome. Star Fox. It was funny. I'd like come home from like school so, like one day some days, and she'd be like jamming like star fox 64 yeah. and i'm like yes my mom's a gamer Go dude. Mom. she's, she's yeah. so cool <laughs> that's so funny my, the other game my mom played was uh the spongebob movie game oh i remember but, that game yeah too. she loved that those are like her two favorite the shrek game and that game um yeah but yeah those so like although it's so hard to say which is your favorite because they're 
you love them for different reasons. Like I said, the Xbox 360, that was my whole high school career. When the yep. Xbox One came out, that's my whole college career. And now it's like I'm on the PC, but I still have an Xbox Series S. I have a Nintendo Switch. I'm getting a PS5, which we're going to talk about here soon because I'm super excited. But yeah, it's consoles and PC. It's If you like love it, you're never going to grow out of it. And you're going to find reasons to love each console you own. And I think that's it's hard it's almost hard to say what a pot like your favorite is because there's so good reasons or there's good reasons for all of them. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think you can tell by our answers here that your your favorite console probably resonates to nostalgia. So mm-hmm. your your favorite console kind of transports you back in time, most likely, um, to so like a fond memory that you remember. And you know, like like Adam said with his sister cheering him on, and like you know, I just remember you know that love that I had for Zelda when I was like first when I first really got into like being a gamer, cause like you would play games before. Right. And I, I would yeah. play games before and I would, you know, kind of, you know, you play for a little bit and throw, you throw it away and be like, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. That was the first game that like, I wanted to beat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that really got me into gaming and like, all just all this like sleepovers of like four person golden eye and stuff like yep. that. I mean, like, I think the nostalgia is what makes the console for you. Um, yep. so yeah, it's, it's in modern warfare too. Yep. Yep. All it's, of it, man. Oh. it's hard to answer, but hopefully that was a good answer for you, buddy. Thank you yeah. for the comment. Really, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, those are our favorite consoles of all time. Shout out to the PS two that did not make either of these mm-hmm. lists. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, a little, uh, a little GTA vice city, um, yep. on ps2 has sure sucked plenty of hours uh of my free time so same as mine <laughs> oh man they're so good with that said we can move on to the game that's coming out on the ps5 yes spider-man 2 we've talked about this in the past but a new trailer is released and dave has not watched it yet i, I have watched it plenty of times because i like to spoil stuff for myself um so let's go ahead and get that pulled up. I have not seen it. This is a true blind reaction uh, mm-hmm. to, to this trailer. Um, and from what Adam told me, I'm not going to be happy. But that's okay. Okay. Um, kind of side here. Let me know if this looks terrible. Otherwise, I'll pull it up a different way. Okay. Okay. All right. Bam. Maybe. So if you're just watching on the Spotify, it's Peter and, and Harry are talking and Harry's saying that like need to heal the world. Hmm. I'm not excited already. You're not excited. But here's it looks like we're gonna be playing Brooklyn. Um maybe Staten Island? Is that is that where the carnival is? I can't remember. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Or are they at the um I like the waterfront. Oh, dang. Oh, maybe. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Craven's goons popped up. Ooh. I didn't know MJ was in the game. Yeah. She was, was she in the first one? I think she was. See, this part looks really cool. Yeah. Uh. So this is where I yes. think there, there's that conflict between Peter and, and Miles. I, th- I think you're right the, about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think we're gonna get that. Yep. The Venom voice is perfect. Yeah. The Venom All voice right. is perfect. Okay, so a couple That's things so I want to kind of talk on. I want to talk on. Um, do you think... So, do you think they're leading us one way saying that Harry is for sure going to be Venom? Because during the video games award... Or the, uh, Summer Games Fest, there's a you're not going to know who Venom is. It's going to be a giant surprise. Nobody, He's never played this before. But I think that he is going to be Venom. I think they're just if leading us that way. If they, if they want it to be... Uh, so Okay, here's the thing. If they wanted it to be a giant surprise, Harry is a good choice. If they wanted it to be a giant surprise... Why are they leading us along this path to give away the secret right now? Right. That That's my first question. So what I'm hoping is they're throwing a red herring out there trying to yeah. make us think that it's Harry. And I mm -hmm. hope it's not. And do you know why I hope it's not? Why? Because he's because, the goblin. Because Harry has never been Venom. Ever. Yeah. Not in any comic book, in any storyline, in any multiverse. Um, Harry has never been Venom, and it does not make sense at all. And <laughs> Harry's the goblin. Yep. So, so like, I don't... I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. Because here's, here's the thing. Just one thing, real quick. Yeah. If Harry is Venom, that means we are never getting the Green Goblin. Nope. We're we're never getting the Green Goblin in in this Which universe. I want it, I want it so bad. I would I love know. to have him in a game. I know. That's so why I I'm just, disappointed. I think it's gonna end up being Harry. Um I really I almost like how can you switch it away from being Harry at this point? We talked about it being Craven, which I think would be kind of cool. That's a little I, different. I still think that would be cool. Yeah, I know it's, again, never really... It did happen in the comics. Somebody put in our comments of the video once that it did happen in the comics. Um, but I think that'd be cooler than Harry, to be honest. Or, like, who else do you think it could be? Do you think it could be MJ? MJ's going to turn into Venom? I mean, they did They did do a spinoff where... Um, Gwen Stacy was Venom. Oh, really? Yeah, they did like okay. a Gwen. She was called Gwenum, which was weird. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know cool. if you remember that. But mm -mm. I, I mean, I, 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 just, I just really hope they don't do Harry. I really, really hope they don't do Harry because, number one, it doesn't make sense. And number two, that means no Green Goblin. We're not, we're yeah, not yeah. getting the Green Goblin. And I don't understand why they're refusing to put the Green Goblin in games i don't know if it's something with like his physics of like just like on the, the glider on the stuff. glider or something like that is like troublesome for them but like dude it is by far the best villain like by far the best villain please yeah. somebody give us the goblin somebody give us the goblin i agree that would make it really cool um yeah. now to the other the other thing that we were talking about the conflict between miles and peter so my question my my i'm wondering is this going to be 
Peter gets into the symbiote suit before Venom. I think that's what's going to happen. And then Miles and Peter are going to fight, and then Miles gets the suit off of him, and then whoever's actually going to become Venom shows up, grabs the, the symbiote. I think... I think what we talked about is it on our first episode was exactly that situation. And I do think mm-hmm. looking at this trailer, I do think that's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Would it be too far fetched to think maybe miles ends up getting the symbiote suit off Peter. They think they're good, but then plot twist miles is venom. <gasps> Ooh, that could be cool. That would be kind of cool. And then makes Venom a playable character. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know. I, that would be kind of interesting because he was there when, uh, oh no, he wasn't there in the part of the trailer when he says, we'll heal the world. But maybe like that was like the, the phrase and Miles started saying, yeah, I want to help heal the world too. And so at the end, Miles ends up becoming Venom. Interesting. That's a good yeah. theory. Yeah, because he could be like, it could be like a situation where like, you know, we're going to heal the world. Like that's something that Venom would not say. Yeah. You know, but Harry specifically did say it. So that's why I'm wondering, eh, is it going to be Harry for sure? I think that's the red herring though. Yeah. I think think that's the right. It's like, it's like when you, when, when you go see like a scary movie and they always try to pin it on like one person and you're like, it can't be that person. It's too obvious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It could maybe. it can it could end up being a red herring and maybe Miles ends up being like maybe Miles like ends up being like oh I can control it like you couldn't control it I can control yeah. it you know like I can use it for good you know what I mean right that right. could be kind of so cool yeah that would be kind of cool hot hot takes hot takes <laughs> all right well let's pull up this trailer <laughs> of the console and this actually might have a little like lead to this kind of fight of who, how we're going to get rid of uh, the symbiote suit off of uh, Peter. So here we yeah. go. Yeah, I'm excited for this because I haven't seen this yet either. So this is a video of the console, but... It sounds like James Franco. <laughs> yeah. cool that console is oh dude okay that is sick that is sick so i that is the the console i will be pre-ordering come i think it's the 28th so three days from now is it sad i might be a little bit more excited about the console than the game (laughs) maybe but you kind of heard in the dialogue though there where it's like help me miles help me like so I think that's going to be like the battle of Miles. Like he's like ripping off the symbiote suit. And that's when Peter's like, actually help me, please. I need out of this thing. Yeah. So maybe no, I, totally, I, I totally agree with you. I agree with you mm-hmm. on the first episode. I mean, we kind of yeah. get this. Um, it's kind of it's kind of the cliche thing of like when you put two heroes in a movie t- or in anything together. It's always kind of like this, you know. We were fighting each other, and then we come together and fight a common goal. I mean, we probably didn't think we were going to see it with Peter and Miles, but this is a good way to introduce that type of yeah. uh, those type of actions into it. So yeah, right. I, 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 right. I definitely think we're getting that moment. So, mm-hmm. 
We'll find out more on October 20th when it comes out. But I'm super excited about it. The first one's good. Miles is good. They're, I think it's going to be a great game no matter what. And I don't know if you saw my shirt. I did, yeah. No, yeah. I, know, I know you're juiced for it. I know you're juiced for it. I'm super juiced. I love Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man. So. If anything, I kind of just want to get the controller. Hopefully, you can just buy the controller. I think you can buy the plates without buying the controller or like buying oh, the whole really? PlayStation. Yeah, I don't know if okay. you can buy the controller, but you can definitely buy the plates is what I saw, I think. so. I have the white PS5. Do you think it'll look weird? No, the plates, like the, yeah. the white things that can come off, like those side pieces oh, that can come oh, off. Oh, you can just, yeah. oh, okay. I thought you meant like, like, yeah. a, like, a, shit, like a housing shell to just oh, put no, around no. it. Oh, nope. nice. Okay. Yeah. So guess, that'd be kind of cool. Guys, guess whose PS5 is getting an upgrade? Hopefully. <laughs> But let's go. Hopefully it's not sold out the day I try to go pre-order. I can't imagine where I'm from where everybody's rushing to go get this pre-ordered. Uh, I mean, I hope not. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you will. I don't think you yeah, will. I, think I, I feel like a lot of people have gotten PS5s, and not a lot of people are going to get a second PS5 right, just, to, that's true. just to get the Spider-Man edition. So right. I think I think you'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I need I need yeah. one, so... Either way, it should be a good game. I'm excited for it to come out. I know Adam's super excited for it to come out, and I'm sure we will be hearing all about it when it drops. Yep. Now moving on to a game that we're, <sighs> we could be excited about it, but we're not super excited about it for some reasons that we'll talk about, and that is Skull Island Rise of Kong. Let's should be honest. Right into... let's, okay, go let's go ahead and jump right into it, but let's be honest. Um, nobody is excited about this. <laughs> Yeah, and I think there's some big reasons on why. I think um, so. Let's go ahead and pull up the trailer. Uh, kind of getting into it. it's a third-person action adventure game, which it could be. That sounds like it should be really cool, right? Yep. Cue trailer. And guys, I want you to keep in mind watching this trailer that this is a next-gen game that will be released on the PlayStation Five, Xbox <laughs> One, that has used the Unreal Engine. On October just keep, 17th. Just keep, just keep that in mind. Okay, now, it, it makes it makes sense here because I thought this was, like, a flashback or, like, using old footage, right? Like, trying to get, like, yeah. the old movie vibe. This yeah. is where it started not making sense. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, guys, if you're only listening, uh, what we are looking at now is essentially a PS2 game. Uh, coming out on the PS5. I mean, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be a stick in the mud, and I don't really think I'm exaggerating right now. Um, no. This looks like a PS2 rendering. Right. Could it be cool? Sure. It, I'm glad this game. So this game is only forty dollars. So it's not full retail seventy dollars, which that's got it going for it. But at the same time, kind of what you're saying, Dave. Why is this the game they decide to make? Is it because they don't? have them they don't want to put the money into it yet or the developers too small like how did they get the rights to this kind of game if they're not going to put out a game i think kong fans are looking for and and what i think kong fans are looking for it, so into perspective like kong is massive right yes this game makes him feel tiny yes you know what i mean the, the camera view it's like a top-down shot it, it kind of looks weird um and i think that fans of like kong they want something that makes him feel like he is the king like he's massive yes this is the rise of him becoming the king but like it makes him feel small and like the the world environment is like 
small. Like it doesn't feel open. It, like I don't think it is. No, it's not an open world game, but it no. makes him feel small. And for a King Kong, I think like it should have been more realistic. It should have been more of a massive scale, but we're not getting that. I mean, I would honestly like, you know, I, again, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk down on you know anybody or anything, but like. Honestly, it, like if I was working on this project and this was the game that I was putting out, like I would be embarrassed. Right. Like I would honestly be embarrassed. And and guys, again, if like I know these comments sound harsh, um, and if you're only if you're only listening to the podcast and you didn't see the trailer, um, I mean, we are not kidding. It it really, really, really looks like something closer to a ps2 title and you can see if you check out the original trailer that they dropped every single comment is like "Ooh, i'm so excited they're finally releasing a new n64 game 25 years later (laughs) and it's like it's it's like it like this was this was developed with unreal engine 5 and i understand that there's been some backlash that now that unreal engine 5 is kind of the standard that some people think that every game now kind of looks the same and i don't disagree with that but every game looking the same isn't necessarily a bad thing when you're trying to change the core model so much that you end up doing something like this it's too it's too abstract it's too out there it's not i mean i understand what they were kind of trying to go for but i feel like there should have been somebody on that development team that looked at that and was like guys like are we sure are are we we sure about this (laughs) yeah Yeah. um i will say it's kind of put some positive into it it is a cool art style but i don't think it's an art style for 2023 i don't think it's an art style for 2023 i don't think it's an art style for this game either yeah, and that was no. Like I said, it should it should have a realism effect to it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think that's where they missed the mark with this game. Honestly, if it was like, yes, it's forty dollars, but this could be like an indie title, fifteen dollar game. Right. Sure. I mean, I'll buy this... it then. But it's not. This is a huge franchise with a huge cult following that loves everything Kong, and I just think that. They they're ruining what could have been an amazing title release yeah. with this garbage. I don't want to say garbage, I, but I'm saying garbage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the uh, the Peter Jackson Kong game. When did that come out? Do you remember oh, when that well, came out? Uh, let me do a quick Google search. Peter. Yeah, that was that was a long time ago, but it wasn't. It 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 actually wasn't awful, right? So right, if you have Kong fans that are that remember that game. And are finally, you know, they they finally gotten word that like, hey, Kong is gonna be hitting next gen consoles. Like they probably got so excited, and then seeing this, they were probably so deflated. And like, my heart aches for those people. You know what right. I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I like like I said, I would be embarrassed if this was the title that I was putting out as a developer. And I I do think like. I do think this game is going to flop. I don't care how mo- like I don't care how much they charge for this game. Nobody is going to buy this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been it's already being compared to Gollum, which you guys <laughs> yeah, I was know. Say, that's where I was going to go with that next. Yeah, yeah they're it, called you, like Kong Gollum or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it's already being compared to Gollum, and we all know how that went. We talked about it on the on the on the podcast that yep. it it looked it looked stale, it looked flat, it looked like you know we everybody was calling it the Lord of the Rings game that no one wanted. This is the Kong game that no one wanted. Yep. You know what Which I mean? Which is sad. Like I said, imagine what this game could have been. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I, I, 
aside from the fact that it's a third person top down, if they just had a different art style, I think that could have been hugely different too. They they should have had a different art style, and they also should have chosen a different. Um, in my opinion, they should have chosen a different storyline. Um, yeah, that's kind of lame to be honest. They probably yeah. should have went with more of like their fight. Like, imagine if they had like a god. It doesn't have to be Godzilla, but just like the invasion of like, like the like during the movies where they invade his space, like him just going on a rampage tearing everybody apart yeah like that would be super cool but yeah um so you know like obviously like like you know we do a lot of research for these for these episodes right so in our research we do check out other you know sources and and videos and stuff like that and everybody's kind of um everybody's kind of really shit on this game um but no one's really kind of talked about the the storyline or the things that there is for this game so real quick i want to kind of run through that and just give people some information who might still you know might actually be interested in this game um so your standard edition is 40 dollars. they are going to have a 50 dollar colossal edition um that's going to include um exclusive film grains so you're going to be able to make this the screen uh look like different styles of film they have like a classic 1933 1970 so it'll look like the movies um, there's eight different colors and variants for Kong. Uh, so you can have Kong throughout all the different movie sets. So, I mean, they're really, they did throw in some stuff that kind of tailors to the movie fans. I mean, there's yeah. going to be people out there that are like, oh my God, this looks like the seventies, you know, like the seventies movie and this style Kong and all that stuff. Um, you're also going to get a boss rush mode in game artwork and a soundtrack. So, okay, whatever for an extra $10. I mean, if you're in, if you're a huge Kong fan and you think this game's going to be okay, um, there you, there, there you go that's what you're gonna get uh the storyline however is based on marion c cooper's uh king kong um which you know obviously skull island uh and this is where you avenge the death of kong's parents who died at the hands of gaw and gaw is the leader of the death runners um and basically what if you've never seen gaw before basically picture like a spiky t-rex that's mm-hmm. kind of like what gaw looks like um there was i believe a, a clip in the trailer i don't know if that's also a red herring if that's just like kind of a littler one um to kind of throw you off the scent of the trail um but in 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 the actual franchise it's a giant uh spiky t-rex um with that being said i don't think that this is the 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 storyline that they should have done kong players when i think of king kong i think of new york city kong climbing to the top of the building punching helicopters stuff like you know stuff like that that's what i think of when i think of king kong and i feel like taking taking the game into this setting just really really robbed it of what it could have been i agree with you i agree with you yeah it's not one i'm gonna pick up probably ever Um, yeah no this is uh (laughs) this is not a game that i'm gonna pick up um i guarantee i guarantee you this is a game that we see like two months after release that's on like the playstation free download or um you know like a game pass yeah or like a steam 499 special or something something like that um right so yeah i i will not be picking up this game which is sad because the kong franchise is great i mean they could have done a million different things there's so many different king kong movies where he's fighting so many different types of beasts and, and and settings and stuff like that and i understand why they went with skull island because it's the most it's the newest movie that's still kind of relevant right. um 
but yeah, they should have gone different storyline. I agree. So yeah. this is the first and the last time you'll hear of Skull Island: Rise of Kong. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk nerdy. Gives a big <laughs> to Skull Island. But boo. All right, let's move on. Moving on Cat. to Madden 24, Dave. Madden 24. A game that Adam is not excited about at all. Again, okay, don't say I'm not excited at all. And we're going to go through some of the changes. I think that's going to be the most important thing of knowing what's with Madden. Because let's be honest, most Maddens feel the same. I know Dave's probably most excited about this because it has one of his favorite quarterbacks on the cover. Which, he's a good quarterback, Josh Allen. Mr. Josh Allen. Did you see the Justin Herbert contract? $252 million. Too much. Too much. I love Justin Herbert. He's my favorite quarterback, my favorite team. But holy cow. Well, this is not a sports podcast, but <laughs> why? You but know who's not getting signed? Austin Eckler. That's who. <laughs> next year, he is bye-bye. Yeah, he is bye-bye. They're going to so. gonna get a cheap rookie out of the draft. Yep. So... Uh, it's either, we're not turning this into a sports podcast. I think it's going to be Austin Eckler and Mike Williams. It's definitely going to be hit. Yeah, they got, Mike Williams is going bye-bye regardless. He, I love yep. Mike Williams. He's a great wide receiver, but he just can't stay on the field. Um, yeah. And they're not, they're, well, they're not going to pay him. And I think Keenan Allen, he's going to retire a charger. I don't think yep. he's going to go anywhere else. So. Yeah, so. All right, moving on. Nope, nope not a sports <laughs> podcast. Uh, we love sports, but not a sports podcast. Madden 24, let's dive into... The gameplay trailer. You want to do that real dive, quick? Yeah, let's dive into the gameplay trailer. Um, and so, we'll talk yeah. about it as well. We will, we will talk about it. And, um, you know, uh, like like Adam said, Madden is kind of been under, you know, some wraps lately. Uh, well, for a very long time, actually, about just kind of recycling the same game over and mm -hmm. over again. Um, good example, last year's release got a 69 on Metacritic. <laughs> Um, I believe the year before that got even lower, I want to <laughs> say, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very obvious to fans that, um, we're kind of getting a carbon copy of the exact same game all the yep. time. And I understand why people are kind of dipping out of the Madden franchise. EA stands by the fact that they are putting out the game that players want. And I want to kind of throw that to the wind and say that, EA is not putting out the game that players want. EA is just the only studio that's able to put out a simulation football game. So, which we can talk about that as well. We talked about that in our uh, episode yes. with the Fantasy Football Bros podcast. Yeah, but we can touch on it here too. But let's yeah. pull the gameplay trailer. It's about five yeah. minutes. So we'll kind of talk through it as well. Um, yep. Some big changes to it is. There's supposed to be a big change to the field sense to make it feel like it's redesigned like using skeletons the animations are supposed to be different um so that's gonna be some big things with it Take they really the assault is are they really <laughs> gonna change very much with it who knows um but it's supposed to add tackle variety different um animations to like players and just the feel of making it feel more natural but yeah yeah so they they really did say that they're focusing on improving the gameplay um, yep. which I mean, real, realistically, that's a thousand percent what they need to do. There's, yeah. there's, there's only gameplay in this game I, right. and that mean that makes sense for every single game. There's obviously only gameplay in the game, but in this game, <laughs> it really is only gameplay. There's nothing yeah. outside of you playing right. on the field that actually really matters. Yep. So 
I mean, they do they do say that they're focusing on improving the gameplay, and I do kind of believe that based on what we're seeing here. So mm-hmm. you can see they've improved, like Adam said, they've improved the tackling animations. There's now different type of tackles. So yep. in in years past, it's been focused primarily on the hit stick, and no matter what you're doing, um, any type of tackle you're going for, you just you just hit the hit stick and hope it works. Right. Um, there, and now there's, go ahead. Sorry. There's very specific types of tackles now. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna have that based on player type, right? So you can do like um, you can obviously still hit stick if you're trying to hit people hard. Um, for a guy that's kind of more shifty, you can go for like an ankle tackle and just try to wrap them up. So I mean, you're gonna have more things to think about while you're playing. Um, also, the passing mechanic—they've really improved the passing mechanic from what yep. it looks like. Um, so now you're very much more able to pinpoint a certain position to throw the ball on the field. Um, yep. In years past, you could control whether you throw it high or low, or like obviously if you can lob it or if you can, uh, you know, fire a bullet. But now they're really focusing on hitting a certain spot on the field. So if you want to hit the backside of the receiver, mm-hmm. you can do that. If you want to kind of lead them in a certain direction, uh, you can do that. They've also improved the catch animation. So one of the worst things is. Um, when you catch a ball, I don't know if you remember this, but when you catch a ball and you just kind of randomly go out of bounds and it's like no one is around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've in, they've improved that catching situation so you shouldn't just randomly go out of bounds for no reason. Um, and I'm I'm kind of excited. You can see they updated the blocking system. They, they It looks like they've given a lot of updates to the game. Yeah, what's kind of going on for your point of the catching? So they added dive catches or back, so the players will be able to dive for the catches. And they promised less drops. So I guess that's been a big issue with the last iteration of the game is the players are dropping the ball a lot. Um, Kind of going off the new blocking system. So now, like, blockers can push the pile. Like, if there's a pile, player, like, the the O-line, they can help push the pile, which is really cool. I think that's a huge step up in terms of, like, some gameplay mechanics because you would think that would have been established a long time ago in terms of, like, the running game. But that's super cool. Um and like you said, there's just going to be a whole bunch, a lot of improvements to the teammates as well. Like your, your AI teammates won't be such AI. Like they're yes. going to feel a little <laughs> bit more in the game, like actually be able to help the team win stuff like that. Uh, the QB AI is supposed to be much better. So it's supposed to, they're supposed to play much better, make better decisions as they play, which is really cool. Yep. Um, I think that's huge to make a game feel like more of a simulation where you're not just like, torching the offense like on the defensive side like torching the offense sacking every play but like you saw there like look at the reaction of lamar jackson as an ai like you would never right. see that in a, a man before this so right yeah um, and there's always been situations too with this ai especially the quarterback ai where you're like that would never happen and I, i'm super yeah. ex- i'm super excited that like the ai is getting more adaptive because it's there's been so many times where it's like in years past like you know i drop back into like a cover three right and then aaron yeah. Rodgers like takes off on me for 40 yards and i'm like there's no way aaron Rodgers is sprinting 40 <laughs> yards and yeah. i can't catch him like there's no right. way that that happens you know right. what i mean so i'm excited that they've improved the adaptive ai um yep. the adaptive ai is already is also on the defensive side of the ball too so yep. Yep. um the defense is going to be a little bit more established they're going to become adaptive in game which i think is really cool um so they're going to kind of 
as the game progresses, they're going to start to learn your moveset. So they're going to get more adaptive to repetitive play calling. So, I mean, if you're constantly running one specific route over and over and over, like they're going to get more adaptive to that. They'll drop the safety back in coverage. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it makes it more of a realistic experience because I, I, I enjoy I enjoy winning. I obviously enjoy winning, but I think one of the worst things about Madden is like when you put it on all Madden and you're still winning like 44 to nothing because <laughs> yeah. you just you just found like one play that kind of like works and you just keep doing it over and right. over and over. Yep. And it's like you want a realistic experience, but you also like this play works like I'm not going to stop running it. So right. I, I think they're going to fix like they're going to fix that. And I'm I'm actually excited about this. I'm more excited about this one than I have been for Madden in a long time. Right. And it's kind of other some key points that they're changing. Um, they're they're going to increase the total of formations and plays. Yep. So there should be over 700 formations now, which is yeah. insane. Um, Post play improvements was shown in the gameplay trailer as well. It's like so they'll interact more realistically to certain situations. So if it's like third down, if they make a huge stop or things like that. So there's more animations with that. Um, franchise mode is going to not a big overhaul, but there's a lot of new things that they're adding to it. Um, franchise mode is going to have new cities that you can have logos. They're adding training, more training camp additions. So like mini games, uh, new league customization. There's a whole bunch, but I guess one of the big things is like there's a snake draft, so that's kind of cool. So if you have your buddies playing with you, kind of like a fantasy draft, it does a snake, which is neat. Yeah. Um, ultimate team. Oh, biggest thing that they're adding with this game. I don't know if you saw crossplay. They the are first adding... Madden to have crossplay, so that's this. super cool, and I'm super excited about that. And they're touting that this version of Madden, uh, Madden for the PC is going to finally be a version that's comparable to the console version. Yep. So PC yep, players are, are finally going to get a version of Madden that's playable. And like they said, um, you know, it is going to be the first one that's cross platform, which I think is great. You're probably, you yeah. know, you're finally going to be able to play with friends that, you know, you, you normally don't get to play with. Adam's a PC player. I'm a PS five player. This, this would have never happened before, but like now I'm going to call him and be like, yo, load it up <laughs> there there's another live stream idea adam Ooh. versus dave madden Guys, 24 it, showdown let us know down in the comments if you want to see the buffalo bills take on the chargers because we know those are the teams in that the are going to be picked championship yo let's go cool that's gonna be yeah. fun all right that's gonna be a thing um, that's gonna be a thing yeah okay so i uh, just want to run through you met, you mentioned a lot of stuff but i'm gonna i'm gonna hop in and just kind of detail a few more things so you talked about the mini games mini games are back <laughs> Um, we haven't had mini games since the PS2 version, and I was actually a big fan of the mini games. Um, I think that was Madden 08. Yeah, Madden 08 or seven. One of, seven. Uh, they were so fun. There's like the gauntlet, and you can like, yeah. oh man, they were super fun. But yeah, yeah, they they were super fun, and I really liked them. And the way that they're introducing those back into the game is obviously you can just play them if you want to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your franchise mode, this is going to be the first year that they kind of introduce like a training camp situation. Yep. Um, so these mini games are actually going to be relevant. It's going to help you improve the stats of your players before um, the preseason, which I think is is fun. And I, honestly, it could get old, but if it does get old, they are skippable. You don't have to do it. So I know some people are just like, oh, great, more preseason <laughs> yeah. nonsense before I get into my season. But you can't right. skip it. Um, but I think they're super fun. So I'm glad that they're bringing them back. Uh, they also went back to superstar mode, uh, which they haven't had in a while. I know they kind of went to their face of the franchise um 
story mode (laughs) storyline mode once Um, i I played the story and i was like okay i'm never playing madden again because i love being a superstar like i when i play mlb the show that's all i play i play 2k that's all i play i'm not good at the franchise i'm not good at the ultimate team i like playing as one character and just going off that's that's how i like to play so i i loved being a superstar i Mm love the superstar mode and when they took that away the first year that they took that away and they moved to this face of the franchise i was like oh wow they're really finally focusing on superstar mode like this is gonna be sick and i got maybe like (laughs) i I maybe got to like the preseason and i was like (laughs) this is the (laughs) dumbest thing like i've ever seen um and i'm usually pretty optimistic especially when it comes to like games that i like so uh yeah that's going bye-bye they finally admitted that their franchise story mode was a huge flop they've gone back to superstar mode (laughs) um which is great the yard uh which is like their (gasps) online Mm. kind of thing that yeah so everybody not not a lot of people love the yard so they're actually going back um they're they're switching it up they're calling it your superstar showdown now um and basically what that is is if you know you can take your superstar character take him into the superstar showdown which will be team-based multiplayer which i think is pretty okay, cool, cool. You, yeah because you can build you could build you know adam the superstar and make him a beast and then take him online and load into a <laughs> lobby and you know play play on a team with other superstars and I, I i think that'll be pretty cool the yard has just been a total flop for me i haven't been into the yard basically ever <laughs> um so yeah i think that's a huge improvement um free agency is going to be improved they have free agency 2.0 which is going to be very cool because i think they're going to int- they're introduce i don't think they're introducing fifth year player options which is okay something that they've never had in madden games um and i think that that's going to be very helpful they also have contract restructuring which yep I think is very cool because this is a very important component of the real NFL. Um, And you were never able to do that before. And the, like the quick workaround, I know a lot of people used to do this. I don't know if you ever did this, but like you'll sign a player. If it's not a superstar, I didn't play it. (laughs) Okay. So the thing that people would do in the franchise mode um, and Pete, I'm look, my brother, I'm looking at you all the time. Uh, You would sign a player, right? And if that player, uh, ended up wanting way too much money you would go into the edit screen and you would turn that wide receiver into say a punter and then you would sign him for five years six hundred thousand because he's a punter and he's a he's a 30 he's a 37 and then once you got him signed you changed him back to a wide receiver and now you got a 97 wide receiver for six hundred thousand in five years so but it's a slippery Uh. it's a slippery slope once you you, it always starts with i'm just gonna do it on this one guy because i just want to keep and then all of a sudden your whole franchise (laughs) is ruined so i do like the contract restructuring uh they got they are going to improve trades uh, they're expanding on the draft class simulator and the sco- the coaching skill trees, which I think is really cool. Um, Adam touched on the Sapien system, which is their kind of improvement to the player models. Um, so the one thing that you will notice with Madden years past is all of the player models. Um, you can kind of they all kind of look the same. They have basically a thin version, a muscular version, and a kind of heavy set version um and all all of the players fit into one of those three molds uh and this <laughs> is gonna just really give people you know players a more dynamic feel and it's also gonna translate to coaches referees players on the sideline um the people in the stands they're all gonna look like real people it's not gonna look super flat which i'm super excited for um 
and yeah, I, I this is the first time I've been excited for Madden in a long time. I think I'm gonna play this one. Yeah. I think I'm going to play this one for the sole fact that it is cross-play, so I'll be able to play with all my PlayStation friends, my Xbox friends, which is really cool. So, Dave, we will have a Madden showdown live at some point. So, Comment down below, guys, if you want to see the Madden showdown. Um, yeah. I also will be getting this game. We wanted to squeak it in here before it came out. It's coming out very, very soon, August 15th. Mm -hmm. It will drop. Um, my boy Josh Allen is the cover player. Um, first time a Bills player has been on the cover, so I'm super excited about that. And yet, um, you know, I know Madden talks a big game about making changes all the time, and they give us the same game all the time. But um, yeah, if hopefully you, this is it. If you've dipped out of the Madden franchise, and I understand why you might have, um, this could be this could be the time that they actually come through on some of these promises. So I think why they're having some of these big overhaul changes to make it more of a an experience that people want is it's getting close to their contract date. Indeed. And so I think this is like, they're like, Hey, we want to save this contract. We don't want anybody else to have the rights to a realism football game of like the NFL realism football, because let's be honest, like 2k crushes EA in terms of NBA. Yep. Granted, the last NBA wasn't that good, but <laughs> Golf wise, 2K is so much better than EA. Like golf it's crushes, le leaps and bounds in terms of like how much better they are versus what EA has put out with Madden and yeah. NBA and then PGA Tour. And I think the team is like finding like, hey, we're getting. I think is it two years? Yeah, 2025. They're like, hey, we're getting close. Like, we need to really start to like give the fans what they want. Otherwise, the NFL and the NFL Players Association is like, you know what? Let's explore other options. Yes, you guys can still make Madden, but let's see what 2K can give us. Let's see what another franchise can give us. And I think that's kind of why they're like, okay, let's do it right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because I mean, you so, saw that with uh, the new um, NFL. What's that game called? Wow, I'm blanking. Wild, oh, wild, wild card football. Card. Yeah, yeah, wild, wild card. card, wild card football. You can see that. Like, Fans are excited about that because it's different. It's unique compared to what Madden is. And I think that's like what Madden's like, you know what? We have to put something out there now. So. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we touched on this a little bit on the wild card football episode. Um, basically, EA owns the rights to um, simulation football. Um, they do like they realism do football, realism. Fo they call it simulation football, which is, you know, obviously a realistic version of the game. And that's why Madden is the only game in town when it comes to realistic football. Um, now the rights for non simulation football, something like a wild card, uh, is not owned by EA. So anybody can, anybody that does a deal with the NFL for a non simulation football, um, can make a game NFL like that. Players Association. The NFL Players it, it, Association. It can't be the NFL, so there's no ties to the NFL. NFL is strictly EA right now, but the Players Association, so the the name rights and whatnot, can go to different players or different people. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like like we're talking about, this contract is running out, um, and I I agree with Adam. You know, they they obviously want to keep the contract and. They've they've been kind of riding the cush train of like we don't have to worry about this we're the only game in town so we'll just put out a whatever game, um, but yeah that time that time is ticking and they have this release and one more to really hit home runs uh, and get the fan base back uh, before they lose that contract so we'll see if there's how it ever, goes. If there's ever a time to jump back in I I do believe it would be now and I am going to 
you, you finally sold me because I was like, eh, Madden, nah, I don't want to talk about it. But I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad yep. you showed me that this is worthwhile. At least I hope it's worthwhile. They always do that, though. They're always like, this one's so great. And they, they blow it up like it is. And then you get into it like, this is so bad. And yeah. So hopefully not game. with this one. Same game. Yep. And, and I, I don't want to, real quick, I don't want anybody to think like I'm just some Madden, like, oh my God, I'd like, I did not buy Madden last year or the year before. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I jumped off the Madden franchise mm-hmm. three years ago. So I'm not saying this is a guy that's like habitually, like I buy Madden every single season. Like I'm right there with you guys. Uh, I've skipped out on this franchise the last two years. So I'm also in the same boat of hoping this is going to be good and giving it a chance. So we will see. All right. You know what that means now? I do. I have a game for you, Dave. Do you want to know what this game is? I'm so nervous right now. Can you guess the Madden covers? Can I guess the Madden covers? Yep, the players oh, on the no. Madden cover. Oh so, no. Ladies and gentlemen, I have I have eight I have eight different Madden covers, Dave, and I eight. want you to try to guess them. Okay? Eight Madden and, like, covers. Who's the players? Yeah, it's not that bad. You'll be oh, able to get some of them. Oh my god. Okay, okay if you I don't, ready? If, if I don't get one, we're removing this segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. So, All right. I, I gave the year. The year is still on it. So, I don't know oh. if you can see that. Oh, oh, Madden no. 2005. 2005. Oh, wait, wait. Was this the one with Ray Lewis? Let's go. Bottom Bing, Ray Let's Lewis. Go. Let's go, baby. Let's Good go. Good job. All 05, right. 05, I think, was the only, the only solo defensive player there was one year they had tripod malu and larry fitzgerald but the only solo player i think was 05 okay next one madden 2004 oh michael vick oh right at the back you can tell by you can tell by the, the way he's holding the ball only michael <laughs> yeah. vick holds the ball like that <laughs> all right the third one here i like madden this segment 2015 oh um uh Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Is this Richard Sherman? Dude, look Let's at you. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so the what I just said four seconds ago <laughs> about the only defensive player uh, was wrong. Well, that was totally wrong. Maybe he was All the right. first. Maybe Ray Lewis was the first. Maybe. I think he yeah. might be right there. Maybe he was the first. Okay. All right. Next one, Madden 08. One of my favorite Maddens, actually. Madden 08. Yep. Donovan McNabb. Dude, look at you. No, it's oh, Vince no, no, Young. No, sorry, sorry. Vince, yeah, Vince uh, Young. My bad. My bad. Yep. McNabb was 06. I think you're right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I forgot about every. To be fair, everybody forgot about Vince Young. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But this is one of my favorite Maddens, actually. You know why yeah, I love this one? In the but, playbooks, you can make your own playbook. And so I'd have receivers running in circles, and they would get <laughs> open every single time. I swear. They're just running in so circles. Cool. Run them in like one circle and then straight open every time. That's incredible. And then I like on, I had them like six yards behind the line, like the far left corner, straight every time. I'm, I'm telling you. All right. Just streaking. <laughs> yep, streaking. All right, moving on. Got Madden 19. Oh, 19. Uh, this is I where changed I the color of the background so you yeah. could, couldn't guess it based off color. This is where I kind of dipped out. 
Was this Brady? Nope, I'll give you a hint. This is when about when he dipped out. <laughs> that's when Brady dipped out? No, no, no. This is when the player that's oh. in the cover dipped out. Oh, um. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, is this the... I don't know. I don't All know. Right. Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, this is the Antonio Brown cover. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yep, okay. Good call on getting rid of the yellow. I would have guessed it. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Moving on. Madden 21. Again, I changed the color. 21? Yep. Uh, is this Lamar? Bada bing. Let's go. Great job. All right. I was I was trying to remember which 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 had the MVP for Lamar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Madden 09. Oh, like how I have the PSP version too. <laughs> yeah, the PSP version is confusing. Yeah. Um Madden 09. Kind of holding the ball like Michael Vick. Yeah, he is kind of holding <laughs> the ball like Michael Vick. Um <laughs> Oh, dude, I don't even know. Oh, nine. Who is oh, nine? Was that, um... Would you like a hint? Uh, yeah, give me a hint. He pl he played for the Jets as well. Played for the Jets as well? Mm-hmm. And the Vikings. Oh, Favre? Let's Ooh. go. Let's go. All right. I don't count that one, but that's a half no, that point. Was, no, that one doesn't count, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a half point. Madden 17. 17. Oh, is this some. Um, is this the random year that like Peyton Hillis came out of nowhere? Is that your final guess? Uh, no, it's wrong because you would have just said yes, but yeah, that's my final guess. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. Oh, it's the Gronk. Oh, no. It start this this segment started so well and now I'm just yeah. nose diving. Yeah. That's not true. You got let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five. You got five out of eight. That's pretty good. Five out of I eight, mean, all right. Yeah, yeah, you got five out of eight. All right, I'll take it. Not too bad. That's pretty good. I'll take it. I should have known the Gronk spike. That's terrible. Yeah, right. It was kinda <laughs> it's kinda obvious with the I, I thought you were gonna guess OBJ to be honest, because it kinda looks like that as well. I was gonna <laughs> oh, pick that yeah. as a Yep. Yep. I was going to pick that as one of the Madden covers because he was on the Madden cover. As you can see, I picked zero Patrick Mahomes because we don't talk about him on this podcast ever. That's the last year you ever hear that name on this podcast. Do you know who um, who reached the 99 club for this new Madden? I'm going to end the stream right now. <laughs> Dave, this podcast will end right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> And I'm going to make sure to break his leg in the game. No, I'm just okay. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah. Now getting violent. Let's move on. Adam's Adam's hatred of Pat Mahomes is coming <sighs> out. Okay. Kermit. Yeah, we're just going to stop there. I'm going to make no, some okay. fans mad. Let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about something where breaking bones is going to be okay. Expendables 4. The only yes. movie we're talking about tonight. The, the only movie today. Yeah, the only yeah. movie. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just pull up the trailer. Let's um, pull up the trailer. I okay. So before we start the trailer, I actually like the Expendable movies, and I'll tell you why once we watch the trailer. Okay, so okay. rolling it up, starting it off, just old blood, new blood. A couple actors I'm not so sure about in this movie, but some others. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're just uh, watching on Spotify, it's Jason Statham. 
and it looks like he's dating Megan Fox, maybe, but they also fight. I don't know. Totally unrealistic. <laughs> totally unrealistic. The bald head. The bald head. <laughs> like, is Megan Fox going to be, like, a badass? She looks like she's supposed to be, and she's going to be on the team is what I'm gathering from this uh, movie. Or from this trailer, sorry, not movie. And here comes Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I need better friends. I'm trying to count how many quirky one-liners are going to be in this movie. That's one of my notes. For, we, we got 50 cents. Cent. We that's, got Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. So confused. <laughs> uh, he's been in all of them, though, so that's not anything different. But 50 Cent... Why? Where did he come out of the shadows? <laughs> I mean, apparently 50 Cent got old enough to be in this movie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I I like 50 Cent, um, but he's just he's kind of irrelevant now. Like, and the old ones is Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews and anything he's in. 50 Cent, I don't know. That's who I'm excited for. Yeah. My boy, Tony Ja. It's very action-packed. Just... I... Oh, dude. I, that's, I'm excited for that. <laughs> All right. All right. They'll, so they'll die. I love that part. They'll die when they're dead. <laughs> yeah. So starting off, the, okay. The main mo the point of this movie is um, somebody gets a hold of the nuke codes and they got to stop or the nukes and they have to stop them. Kind of like all the other movies, something big is happening and the Expendables have to go stop them. Um, and if you haven't seen them in the past, like this, these movies are just straight. Not good plot lines, not good voice or like dialogue, except for the quirky one-liners, like you said. Also, just straight action. Like this is, I think, reminiscent for. It's almost like these actors. So Jason Statham, uh, Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, they're trying to relive their glory days, and that's what these movies are. And also to give like those fans of these actors specifically, like the, the Rambos and all those back in the day, like it's giving them something like that. And now like today in the 2023, I'm excited about it because I just love straight action movies that you don't have to think about like what's going on. and just blood splattering everywhere. But there's a lot of things where I don't like about this movie, but we, let's see what you have to hear. We talked about this when we uh, talked about the Meg of how sometimes you don't want to watch a ridiculous plot line. You just want to mm -hmm. watch a stupid movie to watch a stupid movie. So I understand um, why these movies are very popular. With that being said, I don't know if this is a franchise that's going to hold up to this amount of movies when when number one came out it was like oh my god they have all these people in this movie you know what i mean and it was a big deal when two came mm -hmm. out it's like oh my god they're gonna do it again when three came out it's like eh. 
this is kind of getting old and then now we have four and it's like at what point is this just going to be like another fast and the furious where we're just like oh the expendables nine is coming out and it's like right. no one cares you know what i mean right that's that's what i fear of it I don't know, because I love these <laughs> movies. I think the true fans of like Fast and Furious are the same way, though. They're like, oh, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. I mean, they don't want it to stop. Um, yeah. I see what you're saying in terms of like that, but I love action-packed movies that are just mindless explosions and stuff like that. Although I was wa- I've watched two again recently, like literally like two days ago to prepare. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. Can we just like... Some of the acting was like so bad. Like the yeah. way they hold the guns is really bad. Like they're all everybody's shooting with the gun at their side. None of them have it pulled up. It's like yeah, have a little realism to it. They're but. so old they can't lift the gun. They can't <laughs> move their shoulder anymore. I'm gonna. Uh, here's the thing. I'm gonna read. They I'm gonna to rotator cuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna read some numbers off to you, and okay. you're you're gonna know exactly what these are. Um, oh, it's their ages. Oh yeah. I'll guess the ages. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. Guess it. How old is Stallone? Seventy-six. Seventy-seven. How old oh, is okay. Dolph? How old is Dolph Lundgren? Seventy-one. He's sixty-five. Ah. How about, how about Andy Garcia? How old is Andy Garcia? Fifty-eight. Sixty-seven. Ah, dang! I suck at this. How old is Steven Seagal? Seventy. Seventy-one. How old is oh. Liam Neeson? Eighty-two. 82 god dang <laughs> no he's 71 he's 71 oh, too oh, okay but i'm so, like the okay the majority of your cast is 70 <laughs> Se- 70 that's the majority of your cast dude like i said it's them reliving their glory days and you saw at the end of the trailer where it said they'll, they'll, <laughs> what does it say they'll die when they they're they'll dead die when like they're that. dead yeah so they're gonna, they'll they're die gonna when continue they're dead. to make these movies until they're completely dead and I until think... Sylvester Stallone is dead, there will be Expendables five, Expendables six. Like it's gonna keep coming until Sylvester yeah. Stallone's dead. And I think that's the problem. Is like it, I think I think I think Arnold Schwarzenegger had the right idea. So when asked why, when Arnold was asked why is he not in this movie, he just he just said, and I quote this: "It's done, and I'm not in it." That I mean, like that. I, I think. I think these guys got to walk away. They got to yeah. walk away. It's like, um, it's like when you, you know, and I hate, I know we're not a sports podcast, so we're, we're like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you're like a guy is at the end of his career and you're just like, dude, you should have, re- if you retired two years ago, you would have been remembered as like one of the greatest of all time. But now yeah. you've just like, you've just destroyed your whole, just everything just being so awful for the next, for like these last two years that now we think less of you. I think right. that's what these guys are doing with this movie. I could see that. But Does that again, make sense? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Because it's like, to me, Stallone will always be Rocky. Like, Stallone mm-hmm. will always be Rambo. And if he just, like, kind of stopped doing all of this garbage. Like, dude, you have enough money. Like, just stop doing right. all this garbage. You know what I mean? Like, you're Rambo. Like, like Liam Neeson, it, like... Taken the Taken series was an amazing series, and he was old then. Like if he just stopped yeah. after Taken, like he obviously has enough money. Like just stop after Taken, you would you would have been fine. It's like now you kind of have this like eh, like this like asterisk next to your name of like remember that movie you did when you were eighty? <laughs> okay, that movie was crap. 
I will say, at this point, do you think it's about the money? Because, like, maybe it's them, like, these actors. And you can also say the same thing for Tom Cruise, who's how many Mission Impossibles are. You know what I mean? I mean, like, 12 or something like that now or something. Are you just, like, you just feeling like maybe they have this, like, need to be, like, do I still got it? Like they just probably it's probably something like that, but also they love to do it. You know what I mean? Like they if they didn't love it, they probably wouldn't have made more than two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think Sylvester Stallone specifically, he loves getting the gang back together. Like you can see yeah. that with Creed. Creed is a great like I love Creed. I don't know if you saw all those, the boxing movies. Yeah, I saw Creed. Yeah, I thought those were good. They they bought brought back actors from the the original and like those were good. They brought the first Expendables. I liked the, the first Expendables. I, the first or the second and third, not as good, but I still watched them. I just think it's him like, let's get the gang back together. Let's have some like hoorahs. Like, cause we're going to die. Like, we are going to die at some point. Like, let's keep putting stuff out that we love to do. And if the fans don't love it, oh, well, like, this is for us at this point. And I think that's kind of what it's turned into. It's like they're making these movies for them, for them to like, I don't think it's so much, let's see if we got it, but let's see how long we can do it because we love putting these movies out there if that's the case and they just really do genuinely love making the movies and they just like really do love just getting together as a group of friends and making making something um then yeah i guess then i guess i'm all for it and i sound like kind of a d-bag for for shitting (laughs) on that (laughs) that's what i think that they're putting these movies out there they're doing it because they like it's like almost like reminiscing. Like that's like me when I go play flag football when I shouldn't be out there and be like, wow, I'm so good. I'm like catching the ball a bunch of times. But it's like, should I really be out here? Like, granted, it's not tackle football, but it's like risking my in- like injury like to play flag football. <laughs> no, but like it's fun. It's things I want to do. And I think that's what the case is for these guys is like, it's what they want to do. Now, Putting Megan Fox into it, I don't know why she plays into the role of hanging out with a bunch of seven-year-old dudes, and but whatever. I don't, I don't understand that either. But as you, as y'all know, <laughs> I'm a huge fan, and I'm not gonna complain about it. Yeah, uh, put, right. Put Megan Fox in anything that you like. Oh no, I lost the coin. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's okay. I got this bottle. That's all right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, but- put put Megan Fox in anything, and I'm a fan. Um, so yeah, I mean, I eh, am I gonna go see it in the movie theater? I'm probably not gonna go see it in the movie theater. Um, but like I said, you know, if they really are doing it for that purpose, they really are just like they just love making movies and getting together as a group of friends. I guess like who who are we to say anything about it? Like let them make let them make the movie. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm. I guess I guess I'm gonna retract my statement and just say that. Okay, the Expendables Four. Uh, it's 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 an action movie that's fun, you know, fun for everybody, and I will check it out when it's free. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> and like I said, I think it's for the fans that are huge fans of these types of movies, and also yep. the actors specifically. Like, yeah, there are tons of like people that are hu- more like the older generations. Like they love Sylvester Stallone and anything he's in. Yeah, I think that's. He's like, you know what? There's still people that love me and like they'll watch whatever I want to watch and I get to make a movie that I love as well. Like I'm all for it. And I think that's kind of where they're going with it. So yeah. I'm going to see it. I'll see it in theaters because, you know, I have this membership that I go to almost every movie in theaters. So, yep. 
because you, you get a wicked deal. I will say real quick before we jump off, um, I am super excited about Tony Jaa. Um, I don't know if you know who Tony Jaa is, uh, but I've been a, so I've been a fan of his for a super long time. Um, he so he is a tie fighter. Um, and his fight style and his like like picture Jackie Chan without any of like the quirky humor. He's just gotcha. like Jackie Chan style like moves and stunts with just being a total badass. He was in a movie called Ong Bak. He's also in a movie called The Protector. Um, okay. and that's high fighting style with all of his like he did like a full um he did this one scene and he's like a dude that shoots all of his own stunts. He has no stunt double or anything like that. Um, he did this full running scene where he ran like full speed and did a split and slid underneath like a moving truck. Like oh, all, that's cool. all, yeah, all of those cool, like Jackie Chan style, or, uh, yeah, or yeah, like the Jackie Chan style, like stunts. Um, that's cool. he, do, he does all that kind of stuff. So I'm super excited. Right, I'll have to check that. him out. I'll have to check him out. Yeah. yeah. Check him out. Last question. Uh, since Megan Fox is in this movie, Let's do a little rehash. Megan Fox, have you changed your mind? Smash nope. or pass? Still a pass. Still a pass. Still a pass. After everything everyone said, still a pass. Hey, I'm not giving in. <laughs> I'll get Lady. those hate comments again. <laughs> it's no big Lady, deal. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, he is a man of his word. He sticks by his original decision of pass. Um, and I'm okay it's with that. It's a four passing on a nine. <laughs> smash all day <laughs> okay with her toe thumbs that we talked about too <laughs> that's fine that's fine i'll all take right. them toe thumbs <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen our very last topic of the day um <sighs> go ahead bam Sandland. dave was not excited about this i'm i'm thoroughly impressed honestly i'm honestly thoroughly impressed because ladies and gentlemen adam has found a way to incorporate every single aspect of gaming that i do not enjoy into one game this is actually absolutely incredible I just don't understand why, but we'll go into it. Let's pull up the trailer. There is a 12-minute gameplay trailer, so we will leave that link down below. Link down um, below, we'll yeah. Yeah, we'll throw it in. Um, but yeah, Sandland, it was just it was announced during the Summer Games Fest. It's going to be released next year. Um, they just showed 12 minutes of gameplay, and I'm excited about this game for a couple of reasons. Um, so let's go ahead and pull up the trailer right now. Bam is very, very excited. I'm very excited. I will tell you why. Okay, Dave? You're I'll tell you why. I'm, you know what? Yeah, this is okay because you were not super excited about Armored Core and you let me have Armored Core, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And I hope that maybe I shed some light on Armored Core a little bit for you. So I'm hoping that you do the same for me on this yeah. game to shed some light and because maybe I'm looking at it with the wrong perspective. Right. So what you're going to feel for right now is, so if you're just listening is it's in a desert wasteland and essentially it's based off of the manga Sandland, and it's made by the director or not directors the creator of dragon ball which yes. i think is super cool uh i know so dave's not a big anime fan but you get this feel that it's got a dragon ball feel to it it's got a borderlands feel to it it's got a mad max feel to it it's in like a desert wasteland and essentially like you play as the demon, which they're living together, like a human demon situation. And you get to play as this character. His name is uh, Beezlebub, who is the demon fiend prince. And like 
your goal is to defeat the greedy king who's got like the water supply and it just looks fun to me it's got like dragon ball feel to it and like the animations are cool to me it's open world and yeah and i'm just super excited i will say the art style is great and i do i do i do think the art style is really great um it's kind of it almost reminds me of like what we talked about with into the spider-verse where it's it almost <laughs> has that like kind of comic-y vibe it, it's yep. it's almost like the uh like if you guys were just listening it has that style of like everything has a stroke to it like a very defined yeah. kind of black line to it that makes it look like a drawing um a dragon and I, ball I, feel yeah very dragon ball feel i do like that um let, let uh, me keep going yes, let me keep yes, going let, 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 don't you, let, you, let me uh, keep going and exciting like what this game is and adam why has i'm the excited adam yeah, has the geez. floor ladies and gentlemen. let me talk about why i'm excited before okay. you start crapping on it like okay okay um, okay. So like I said, it's an action RPG open world. Um, it's made with Unreal Engine 5. I know we talked about that a little bit. So it looks cool. Um, it's a desert open world. The The melee animations to me look really good. Like the way the, the, the combat looks, looks really good. Um, like I said, it's from Akira Toriyama. I think I said that right. From the, the creator of Dragon Ball. I think you nailed this that actually. Did I really? Let's go. Yeah, I think you did. Well done. Sweet. Sweet. Um, so this is what I think is really cool. And based off of the description of the game, it doesn't show too much of these mechanics in like the gameplay yet. You'll get to develop other like vehicles and tanks. Like you get to put the parts together and stuff like that, which I think is really cool. You get to build your base of operations into like a thriving city. So this is what like the description said. I don't know if they talked about it too much. And like I said, it's based off the Japanese manga series, Sandland. And the plot is there's a world that is full of war and a natural disaster, which just like destroys the water um, like supply. And a greedy king has a control of it. And you're essentially trying to stop this greedy king and giving everybody water. And I think that's super cool. And it, I love it because it's got that Dragon Ball feel. It's got Borderlands feel to it, and then Mad Max. But there are a couple things that I am concerned about it. And we'll start off with the one is it almost feels empty, as of like from the gameplay. I yes, it's a big old desert, but I feel like there should have been more interaction, like more tanks, more stuff like that, just more things coming at you. Granted, they probably don't want to show everything in it like in the beginning, but that's one of my drawbacks for it. But I am excited about this game. But Dave, let's hear why you think it looks bad. Okay. Um, like like I said, the art style is cool. Um, the mechanics look playable. I, I do think being able to upgrade or, you know, kind of build your vehicles is cool. And I do like this, like, almost kind of sim mini sim city kind of vibe that they have on like building i do and i do like that stuff um the the main thing though is and you talked about this with armored core and i hate to copy exactly what you said but to me this game looks flat and shallow it just looks it looks like there's not a lot going on and i feel like this is going to be a game that will be very cool most likely for the first hour maybe two hours of gameplay and the further you get along the more you're gonna be kind of tuning out 
I wonder, so that's kind of where I was going with it too. Like, yes, it feels flat, but kind of somebody put in the comments of our Armored Core 6 uh, video, it's like, yes, it seems flat, but that's because you're starting out flat and it'll expand into something more. I'm hoping that's the case with this game. And it is very early on in development, so they're just showing stuff, not early on, but they still have a while before they can get, like, get it out. And yeah. I'm hoping that they add more substance to the game because Honestly, if they add more substance to this game and make it feel more busy, this game is going to, I think, going to feel and play really well. I I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is, like, I I understand that, you know, we're in this, like, kind of post-apocalyptic Mad Max situation. Mm -hmm. um, and that the world should feel kind of empty. It should, like, it yep. should feel kind of empty. But it shouldn't feel shallow empty. Um, right. Like, I don't know if you, like... Fallout players will tell you that Fallout, um, you know, despite all of the issues that there were with Fallout, the world it, itself, even though desolate, does feel immersive. Um, yeah. The Mad Max game, it felt immersive, even though we are in a post-apocalyptic. This doesn't give me that vibe. Like, I just wish I saw I saw more because I, I you know, in preparation for this, we started with Kong. I watched the Kong trailer. Then I came back. And this was the second trailer that I watched, I, you know, after Madden, of course. Um, and I was just kind of noticing these eerie similarities of like how there's nothing, there was nothing in the Kong landscape and then kind of the same vibe of like nothing in this landscape. And then I'm kind of going back and forth and I'm like, you know, why is this game getting shit on so much? And this game is getting praised so much because they kind of have the same feel to them almost and you know like i said you guys know uh, i'm not the hugest anime fan so already like i think the nostalgia of coming from the dragon ball z creator um just doesn't resonate with me personally i'm sorry it just it just <laughs> doesn't it, I, it just doesn't and i know there's tons of dragon ball z fans and anime fans that are, are, are excited for it so that is kind of lackluster to me um i'm also like you know like you said there's melee combat but there is a lot of shooting as well you know i'm not a big shooter um i'm not a big vehicle guy either so the vehicle <laughs> thing kind of like doesn't really do much for me i don't i you know i, I don't know i just it, it's just i'm i i'm in, uh, i'm excited that this game is coming out for you i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited that people are getting this game because this game does a, is going to appeal to a lot of people, and I think mm -hmm. just for me personally, it just doesn't hit any of the key notes and and what I'm looking for. And I hope that's okay. Like I, you know, I, 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 I know I'm gonna get lit up in the comments. I know it's not okay, but I hope it's I hope it's okay. Um, that like maybe this game just isn't for certain people, and I I think I'm I'm one of those people. And I think that's okay. But like I said, I think. I don't think they're showing us all the cards on the table. I think yes. they showed us very early on of like the early story. And I, th I, I have a feeling that there's going to be some bigger cities and stuff like that, especially when you come up against the, the greedy King, like he's got to have some amazing looking stuff. If he doesn't, then that's where this game's going to fall flat. I agree with you and kind of like where this game, it looks flat, but I don't think they're showing us everything, which I, I'm glad they're not. Cause if they're, if they showed us everything, it's like, wow, Okay, I don't want this. <laughs> right. And I do want to kind of clarify um, that, Kong, like, so 
going back to Kong, um, Kong looks bad because it looks bad. Like it, it, it very much just looks bad graphically, yeah. gameplay wise, mechanics wise. It looks bad. This game for me, even though it does look flat, does not look bad. Like I, I just yeah. want people to know that it does not look like a bad game. Like like I said, the 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 graphic style is great. Gameplay mechanics wise, it looks fine. I can't I can't sit here and be like this game is going to be awful because it does look like a good game and you know just like i said um and i hope this is okay it it's just not a game for me but that's not to say that it's not going to be a good game so let, yeah. don't don't get you know don't take that take that's, my my review with a grain of salt yeah and that's kind of how it was for me last week armored core 6 it's like it's a game for you this is a game for me and like that's the whole like that's why we do this podcast is cuz we love talking about the games we love and just kind of see why we love the games that we do. Yeah. And and that's why I'm like, I'm excited about this game. You're not, and that's okay. And there's going to be, it's, it's it's what's going to happen next week. We'll have another game where I'm excited and you're not excited. So Right. That honestly, the most interesting part, and people, some people might understand this and some people might not understand this. Um, my So my excitement for this game is coming from, like, I'm excited to watch you play this game. The, yeah. Like, that's what I'm excited about because I know that like you're really into this game. You're really looking forward to it. And, you know, like we said, it looks like there's going to be storyline. Now, the gameplay mechanics might not be for me. I might not actually enjoy playing it, but I might enjoy watching it. And I might, in, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely going to enjoy watching you play it and like, you know, t you know, talking with you about it while you're playing it and stuff like that. So like that's more of what i'm excited about now i i don't want to backtrack so much because i do say i i do believe that it looks a little shallow and hopefully they fill that world up with something yep just just anything but you know like like i like i said kong is going to be a bad game this is going to be a good game that's just not for me yep, yep. and that's okay and that and that's is and okay. that's okay and that's 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 that is okay that there's room there's room in gaming for everybody and, yeah. and you, you know you, as much as it like as much as we shit on kong there's probably somebody out there that's excited for that game yeah you know what i mean yep, and we'll so, have in the comments like you guys don't know what you're talking about this yeah. game is amazing <laughs> well kong is well, gonna we revolutionize love those comments. And that's one thing so in the comments like yes everybody has their own opinion but like these are our opinions we're not trying to like persuade anybody like oh wow like they think it's a bad game then it must be a bad game or like these guys don't know what they're talking about no these are our opinions we just love to share them with everybody and yep. just kind of give a perspective from maybe like the outside world like i said like in the comments like armored core 6 i'm from the outside i've never played armored core so like new people that are looking into armored core like i kind of feel the same way as adam or like somebody like dave who's played a few of them like Oh, I see why Dave's excited about this game. It's kind of just sharing perspectives. I think that's really cool about what we're doing with our podcast and just yeah. the community that we've built. Yeah, and I, I think I think we do try to do, um, you know, a, a, we do try to do due diligence and, you know, put put out as many facts as we can about yeah. these games and, and let everybody kind of formulate their own opinion before we give our opinion. But, um sometimes you know sometimes the the uh the comments show that our opinions are, are not perfect and we're, yeah. you know we're not we're not perfect obviously yeah. um and i totally understand because it sucks when you're super excited about something and then somebody is not you know what i mean yeah. it's it's yeah. it's kind of a crushing feeling so i i understand it like i said this game is most likely not going to be a game for me 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it's coming out because Adam's excited about it. A lot like we talked about with the Star Wars game. I'm not super excited about Star Wars. Adam's super excited about Star Wars. So, like, there's yeah, there's room in in this top in this hobby for every single person that wants to play mm-hmm. there's a game out there for every single person um and you know you might be hyped on something that not a lot of people are hyped on and that's okay and you might be down on something that a lot of people are hyped on and that's okay too and you know it's 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 a crazy world this gaming E-L-E. universe everyone yeah. love everyone everybody love everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> so cool I think that's right. a good place. To, we should probably stop it right there. Everybody love yeah, everybody. Before I get too sappy. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Before I, I, love before it. I get too sappy. Um, yeah. my dude, oh, do you know how far I made it? You touched your mic. I touched the microphone. I'm sorry, guys. Three times. Three times? <laughs> I did it three times? In this episode. Yep, in this oh, episode. no. Okay, gonna, okay. I'm going to... I'm going to touch it one more time just to yeah, move it away move from it. my yeah. face. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. My dudes, I'm sorry. This is going to be a learning process, but I'm super yeah. glad that you're uh, with me on this journey. Yeah. Um, guys, I just want to say, obviously, thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for all the likes, for all the subs. Um, I know I say it every single week, and it's uh, it's not it's not just a, a routine. It is a genuine thank you. Thank you guys for everything. We are, we are coming up on 350 uh, subs on the YouTube and just the way that this is growing is absolutely amazing. Um, we super appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you for the comments, the likes, the shares. Um, yeah. Love you guys very, very much. Adam, what you got for him? If you're not following us on all social media, please do so. Let's talk nerdy podcast. And if you like this episode on the YouTube, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe. If you want to see more of our episodes, game reviews, single topics, shorts, all the above. And if you want to see the continued live series of Adam's Dark Souls 3 first ever playthrough in which he is actually crushing, uh, we only need 50 more subs on the YouTube once we hit 400. Adam will dive back into DS3 and take on the Abyss Watcher. Let's make it happen. Love you guys very, very much, and we will see y'all on the next one. Peace out, nerds.